For those of us, for those of you, I should say, who have traveled with me during this season of Homemakers by Choice and Modern Homemakers, you know that David and I were blessed to have two grandchildren, a boy who is now 19, Samuel, and a girl who is now 17. But when that boy, Samuel, was three, just inching his way to four, we, Boompa and Nana, took him for an overnight trip to take the Polar Express train to meet the conductor, to see the elf, to have cookies and milk, and watch a little boy's face smile like we had never seen him smile before. This is for Samuel, but this is a book that I would recommend that you read to your children or grandchildren, The Polar Express. On Christmas Eve many years ago, I lay quietly in my bed. I did not rustle the sheets. I breathed slowly and silently. I was listening for a sound, a sound a friend had told me I'd never hear, the ringing bells of Santa's sleigh. There is no Santa, my friend had insisted, but I knew he was wrong. Late that night, I did hear sounds, though not ringing of a bell, but outside came the sounds of hissing steam, and squeaky metal. I looked through my window and saw a train standing perfectly still in front of my house. It was wrapped in an apron of steam. Snowflakes fell slightly around it, and a conductor stood at the open door of one of the cars. He took a large pocket watch from his vest, then looked up at my window. I put on my slippers and robe, tiptoed downstairs and out the door. All aboard, the conductor cried out, and I ran up to him. Well, he said, are you coming? Where, I asked. Why, to the North Pole, of course, was his answer. This is the Polar Express. I took his outstretched hand, and he pulled me aboard. The train was filled with other children, all in their pajamas and nightgowns. We sang Christmas carols, ate candies, with nougat centers as white as snow. We drank hot cocoa as thick and rich as melted chocolate bars. Outside, the lights of towns and villages flickered in the distance as the Polar Express raced northward. Soon, there would be no more lights to be seen. We traveled through the cold, dark forest where lean wolves roamed and white-tailed rabbits hid from our train as in thundered through the quiet wilderness. We climbed mountains so high it seemed as we would scrape the moon, but the Polar Express never slowed down. Faster and faster we ran along, rolling over peaks and through valleys like a car on a roller coaster. The mountains turned into hills, hills to snow-covered plains. We crossed a barren desert of ice, the great polar ice cap. Lights appeared in the distance. They looked like the lights of a strange ocean liner sailing on the frozen sea. There, said the conductor, is the North Pole. The North Pole, it was a huge city standing alone at the top of the world, filled with factories where every Christmas tour was made. At first, we saw no elves. 
They are gathering in the center of the city, the conductor told us. That is where Santa will give the first gift of Christmas. Who receives the first gift, we all ask. The conductor answered, he will choose one of you. Look, shouted one of the children, the elves. Outside we saw hundreds of elves as our train drew closer to the center of the North Pole. We slowed to a crawl, so crowded were the streets with Santa's helpers. When the Polar Express could go no further, we stopped and the conductor led us outside. We pressed through the crowd to the edge of a large open circle. In front of us stood Santa's sleigh. The reindeer were so excited they were pranced and paced, ringing the silver sleigh bells that hung from their harnesses. It was a magical sound like nothing I'd ever heard. Across the circle, the elves moved apart and Santa Claus appeared. The elves cheered wildly. He marched over to us and pointed to me and said, Let's have this fellow here. He jumped into his sleigh. The conductor handed me up. I sat on Santa's knee and he asked, Now what would you like for Christmas? I knew I could have any gift I imagined, but the thing I wanted most for Christmas was not inside Santa's giant bag. What I wanted more than anything was one of the silver bells from Santa's sleigh. When I asked, Santa smiled. Then he gave me a hug and told an elf to cut a bell from the reindeer's harness. The elf tossed it up to Santa. He stood holding the bell high above him and called out, The first gift of Christmas! The clock struck midnight as the elves roared their approval. Santa handed the bell to me and I put it in my bathrobe pocket. The conductor helped me down from the sleigh. Santa shouted out the reindeer's names and cracked his whip. His team charged forward and climbed into the air. Santa circled once above us, then disappeared in the cold, dark, polar sky. As soon as we were back inside the Polar Express, the other children asked to see the bell. I reached into my pocket, but the only thing I felt was a hole. I had lost the silver bell from Santa's sleigh. Let's hurry outside and look for it, one of the children said. But the train gave a sudden lurch and started moving. We were on our way home. It broke my heart to lose the bell. When the train reached my house, I sadly left the other children. I stood at my doorway and waved goodbye. The conductor said something from the moving train, but I couldn't hear it. What? I yelled out. He cupped his hands around his mouth and shouted, Merry Christmas! He shouted the Polar Express, let out a loud blast from its whistle, and sped away. On Christmas morning, my little sister, Sarah, and I opened our presents. When it looked as if everything had been unwrapped, Sarah found one last small box behind the tree. It had my name on it. Inside was the silver bell. There was a note, found on this seat of my sleigh. Fix that hole in your pocket, signed Mr. C. I shook the bell. It made the most beautiful sound my sister and I ever heard. My mother said, oh, that's too bad. Yes, said my father, it's broken. When I had shaken the bell, my parents had not heard the sound. At one time, most of my friends could hear the bell, but as years passed, it fell silent for all of them. Even Sarah found one Christmas that she could no longer hear its sweet bell. Though I've grown old, the bell still rings for me as it does for those 
who truly believe. I wish you were here so I could show you this lovely edition of the Polar Express filled with pictures of the conductor and Santa and the tickets and our darling little grandson delighted in his red pajamas and this personal note of his with squiggly black lines and a big red blob. What memories Christmas allows us to make. And I encourage you to pursue making memories with your family this Christmas and all the Christmases to come. Remember the common begin and the uncommon finish. Make it an uncommon season of creating memories with your family.